What is going on, everybody? It's just Jimmy Lennon here today on another podcast. I know it's been a minute. Uh, first and foremost, I hope everybody had a great holiday week time and a Merry Christmas. Hopefully, everybody is able to get everything they wanted and maybe, you know, some things that they probably didn't get. You know, hopefully, you know, maybe down the road, y'all can get them too. Um, hopefully, and most importantly, of course, just hanging out with your family, friends, loved ones. You know, eating a bunch of food, playing a lot of games, you know, and who knows, shopping. You know, I, <laughs> from a personal standpoint, I did a lot of that. But I also did a lot of things with family. It was a great time, you know, having me up some friends and some family again. Especially since I took a trip up there in New York City. Um, shout out to y'all. Um, cold. <laughs> Shout out to not that. <laughs> the cold was miserable. I mean, let me tell y'all, just from ones, if y'all listening from up north, y'all probably already know this. Down south, anywhere else, Midwest, West, West Coast, you know, 15 degrees. We're talking teens? Bro, it was like brick cold. It was to the point that <laughs> it was to the point that they were putting out salt out there just to, you know, obviously it's diminish a lot of that ice. It was terrible terrible time great time but terrible time with the cold Whew. i mean terrible i mean it was just to the point that you had to bust out the long johns the tall socks everything just to stay warm it was crazy i mean it was to the point that just for a science experiment you leave anything liquid that includes lotion you leave that in the car it just it's frozen solid it's like nothing more than just a rock i mean geez <laughs> i mean it's 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 bad it was bad but it eventually warmed up a little bit and you know coming back it's a different dynamic coming from the teens to the you know sort of warm-ish weather that is Virginia Beach you know as it tries to always figure itself out every single time and I can never understand it and never could figure out the mystery as to why our weather is so bipolar other than you know mother nature <laughs> um, but yeah it was pretty good pretty good um everything else was pretty smooth and then now just what we're right now about to kick off into a new year and you know later on collectively you know talk about everything that's happened throughout the year you know obviously things that could be changed for the better things that could just be left in 22 and beyond um yeah just a lot just a lot of things just to think about you know as we come into those final within what the next 24, 48, 36 hours um, of time um, until we start off on a new journey, a new chapter in life. Um, so that's huge. That's huge too as well. But of course, there was a lot of material and you know information that pretty much was brought out since the last time I spoke with y'all. And so let us begin with gaming. <laughs> um, pretty much awfully with PlayStation. As always, as y'all been following me for a while, and you know, you already know how big PlayStation is on this podcast. And so thus we begin. First off, uh, look forward to the January monthly games of the PlayStation Plus. Um, of course, as always, make sure that you get the December games that's already out right now. Um, you know, you're talking about games that, you know, you're talking about Divine Knockout, Mass Effect, and Biomutant. Um, again, you have until Monday, January 2nd, so you don't got as much time if you didn't already download, if not all three games. Moving on to the newer ones, that is going to be allowed into 
the January monthly games after that day on Tuesday will be Jedi Fallen Order. Now, for those who have not picked up that game, this is a chance for you to pick it up for free, especially since they already have a newer game already coming out into the works that of the new Star Wars game. So, you know, you best, if you haven't already, take advantage of this. Then you have Fallout 76. Yeah, it's a monetary old game. You know, it was always stuck on PlayStation 4. Uh, but you can get it now. And then you got Axum Verge 2. Never played it, but looks like a pretty cool looking game. Kind of gives you, again, those little throwbacks, a little bit of the whole side-scrolling gameplay, whether it's like those sprite games that you would play either on handheld or on the console as well. It's pretty neat. Uh, I have not played it, but I will try it out. Um, again, they're available to be downloaded on that day, which is January 3rd of 2023. <laughs> so look out for those games as well as, you know, take advantage of your PlayStation Plus, you know, extra, extensional, premium, whichever type of brand that you have for the PlayStation Plus, as though they are games that are coming out. And as always, if you've been following PlayStation for years, um, they, of course, always have these sales that come out towards the end of the year. I mean, of course, we had recent sales that came out last month, October. I mean, it comes every now and then, I guess, whenever they feel like it. <laughs> um, but of course, as always, the biggest one is the holiday sale. And there's a lot of games that's up there, and there's a list. I'm not going to say all the games. You can look it up on the PlayStation blog and, and or just simply just go into the PlayStation store, and they will show you what games and or add-ons to games that are on there for sale. And you have until January 6th to actually get these DLCs. So take advantage of them because you get to save up to about 75% of those games and or add-ons to it. I mean, you're talking games like Call of Duty Modern for 2, FIFA, Horizon Forbidden, excuse me, whew, had a little gas there. <laughs> Horizon Forbidden West, Elden Ring, and so many other games too as well. And there's, let me tell you, a thousand games that you can get that's, you know, on there for sale. I mean, you were talking games like, I mean, you're talking Armagami 2, Assassin's Creed, about a good chunk of the Assassin's Creed product and anything that deals with the additions of it. Plus, you got Watch Dogs as well to be included. Uh, you're talking Backbone, you got Battlefield if you want to play that again. Um, you got a lot of games with Blaze Blue. Uh, Dark Souls, you know, Dead Ends, Devil May Cry, Dragon Ball Z, and a lot of Dragon Ball Z stuff. I mean, we're talking Dragon Ball Fighters, Xenoverse, all Xenoverse 2 stuff, uh, the new game that is The Breakers, you got Dragon Quest, you got a lot of stuff, you got Evil West, pretty good game, uh, Final Fantasy Remake, all those games in there in the mix. If you want to bring back the whole five, you know, Five Nights at Freddy, you're talking about, you know, Gotham Knights is another one that you can try to get a deal on and a steal on if you want to. Guilty Gear, you got Hitman, you got a lot of games. JoJo, of course Sonic is up there too as well. Um, you got Life is Strange. So there's a lot, there's a lot of games that you can take into and get your money's worth for it. You know, especially, especially since you have the time right now. Um, I know, especially if you ever are a younger audience um, or in college, you pretty much probably have the best time right now to play a lot of these games. Because, as I know, yes, college 
will eat up a lot of your time depending on what degree you're studying. But even depending on any degree, really, those classes will be a lot. And, you know, you gotta do your due diligence. And I knew there's the urge, trust me. Trust me, it kicks into me every time during that time frame where <laughs> even if you have like the smallest time, you wanna just play the game, right? Just take a break. And then you just get into it and you just get, you know, say, oh yeah, I'm gonna play an hour. And then an hour would be 16 hours and then maybe another 24. Things like that, you know, it's, it's, it's hard. Trust me, yeah, it really is. Especially if you deal with anything. I know for me it was coding and I was just like, yo, this is eating up so much of my time. I'm gonna take a break. <laughs> and you need that, Tr trust me, seriously. You do need a break from a lot of times from the classes. And sometimes these will be sometimes your escape route. But I do understand not fully getting into the game, it's, it's tough during college. But when you get those breaks, whew, take advantage of them. <laughs> and this doesn't have to be gaming, it could be anything. I'm just saying. With these games that you're gonna have for PlayStation, there's a lot of games that you can get into. And if you have the time, Go ahead and try to take advantage of them, especially on sale, too. There's a lot of those games coming out. Now, of course, since I mentioned about the holidays, it's pretty much passed already with PlayStation 5s. As we already been talking about it prior to the time of the holidays, PlayStation 5s are going to be kind of the hardest things to get these days, and it still is to this day. Um, we'll see what happens come 2023, if any of that changes. Um, and you can kind of maybe maybe even see you know business mindset of PlayStation going into it, you know knowing that PlayStation Fives are very hard to get and you know coming up with these bundles. I mean I'm seeing videos and of people like the little kids, you know trying to get the PlayStation Five and you know your mom working all these jobs or your parents working all these jobs and it's just like brings them tears of joy to see you be joyful, you know because it is it's hard. You know, around these time of days too as well, you know, it's hard to find these systems. And it's, even when you find the system, it is expensive. It really is. I, I'm not going to lie. It's expensive. You can see it on paper, you know. Um, it's a burden for some, and they try their hardest to see if they can possibly get get a hold of Santa and tell them, hey, you know, can y'all, you know, stroke a deal a little bit, see what's underneath the tree. But even Santa's having a hard time trying to find these systems. <laughs> and especially at a good price. Um, you know, your best bet right now, if you get lucky, if it's to find it by itself. Other than that, you're talking about these bundles, which is fine. You know, again, we said it before. Bundles, it's just going to be the new norm now. Because you're going to be ended up buying a game with other games and get a controller, maybe even get the headset. So it's not going to be just that standard, let's just say, 500 bucks that you will spend. It's with an asterisk because you got so many other games that you will have to pay to actually put in instead and install to that system. Unless you take advantage of these free games that's coming out, you know what I'm saying? Uh, shout out to Astrobot. You know, that's a very great free game. People should not ignore that game. But yeah, but that's the biggest thing for PlayStation. I know PlayStation coming into this year have to make some big plays. I know as it's competitive with Xbox happen to acquire so many different companies and i know playstation happens to acquire like bungie for instance and probably making up something going along that line in future projects um that's their biggest thing as well too um going into the new year uh playstation vr 2 that's the biggest one coming out that's gonna be attached to the playstation 5 
that I can see also flying off the shelves. I mean, you already got pre-orders already trying to be making it right now. So that's that's the huge part there on top of that. And then, you know, PlayStation trying to reamp if they haven't already, obviously, if you guys, after we just discussed it, the PlayStation Plus whole essential, the extra, the premium, all those type of kind of those tiers, as, as I would say, the tiers for the PlayStation Plus, those are the biggest tiers that they were really was trying to reamp because again we knew that playstation plus and it's still kind of lacking still in the whole competition against something like the xbox game pass heck even nintendo nintendo switch plus <laughs> was nintendo switch online you know they got some st good stuff going for them too i mean besides you know obviously playing online because of course that's the new norm unfortunately it's to pay online <laughs> Which, in hindsight, back in the day, I mean, even if you play something like the Dreamcast, for instance, you know, you had to kind of get, you know, online broadband connection anyway, so you would have to be paying for it anyway. So, I mean, I guess that's something. But anyway, um, you know, that's that's the biggest thing that we're competing against. And Nintendo Switch Online, besides having the whole online interest in the cloud storage and all these other you know nuance such as trying to connect like talk side by side to somebody through the app um, you know again bringing about games like the n64 the nes and even throwing in the sega genesis stuff i'm looking like interesting <laughs> they bring a lot into the table they still are bringing and amping a lot more to it so that's that's pretty huge in itself too you know but i would not can't forget how stingy Nintendo is when it comes to their pricing. First party games, I understand that's the biggest thing for them. Um, you know, this would be a while before any of those first party games would actually be dropped down in price. Versus something like third party gaming, where you throw that gaming into the mix and maybe what, a month later, it de declines in price? Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's just how that works for it. Um, so there's a lot of PlayStation stuff that they probably might be beginning to, you know, do some strategy of if they haven't already going into the new year. Um, especially especially since they're working on the whole mobile, too, right? I know since that just came out recently, they're going to try to reamp a little bit more with the mobile device and everything. I mean, could it be pretty cool, though, to play some of these mobile games? Some of these games from PlayStation, whether it's made exclusively to the phone or tablet or just app in general. Or allow you to, I mean, you already can do pretty much remote play through your handheld device. That's an option too, um, which is pretty neat. It's pretty neat. So that that's an option to continue playing whatever you're playing on on those games, and you know, go from there. Me personally, I would like for PlayStation, and obviously this is just a personal standpoint. There's a lot of games. First of all, I want them to do a PlayStation. Battle Royale 2. I mean, good grief. I mean, look at all the games and characters they have brought in since that game. That game came out roughly a decade ago. <laughs> so, you know, there's been a lot of games and new characters that came into the mix. Um, I do want them to kind of work on maybe have a new handheld device too. I know that's going to be probably a little bit down the road since they just worked on PlayStation VR 2. But I do want them to bring back something with the handheld device. I mean, recently I've been getting back into trying to discover more games that I haven't discovered in a long time since I had the PSP and also the PS Vita. Um, 
and bringing back some of these games I was like wow it, especially games that's only exclusive to those handheld devices too one they're very hard to find very expensive now and even games I own right now of those systems is amazing how how high price right like for instance Dragon Ball uh, Z Tenkaichi uh, Tag Team I was gonna say Budokai but it was Dragon Ball Z Tenkaichi Tag Team I have that for the PSP I know for a fact that I didn't, I didn't pay an extremely high price. If I was maybe 30 bucks, maybe 20, but maybe 30, you know, around the ballpark of 20 to 40 bucks, nothing too expensive. But then you turn around, you look into the go to a store like shout out to Video Game Heaven um, and cool stuff. But you go go to one of those local stores, and it's nothing that they did. I mean, you just look online, how valuable the game is, and just how great the game is. <laughs> and the game is selling for about 80 bucks. I was like. <laughs> case and everything i was looking like oh my goodness it's crazy but it's cool just coming back to those older games right like you saw uncharted had its own game on the psp same thing with god of war so like cooper was up there it was actually pretty cool playing marvel vs. capcom 3 on a handheld device knowing that you could do that anyway because i have it for the ps3 I have both copies of the first one and ultimate but it was something really cool just playing that on a handheld. I was like, dude, this is amazing. And it felt like I never lost the beat, really. I didn't have to really maybe sort of adapt because, again, there's no back button, right? Because I'm used to you know, doing the hyper combos using the back button. But now it's like you just press triangle and square at the same time. And it's like, oh, yeah, I could just do it like that. But it, other than that, it felt the same. So it was pretty cool going back to them. And I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of these handheld games start to be up in price because guess what? People play games on their mobile phone, right? That's a handheld device. Nothing different to a Game Boy or a DS or the PSP or the PS Vita. They all have the same thing in common. So, I mean, if they ever want to, I mean, I don't know what their plans are. But that'd be really cool for them to bring that back. You know, of course, they had to learn from some mistakes. I know the biggest oof for me for the PS Vita was obviously the remote play. And I tried it. <laughs> I was hyped. Connected that to the PS3, and I was like, okay, cool, woohoo, yeah. And I couldn't do nothing with it. And I was like, either I did something wrong, and I did some intense research, and it wasn't, it didn't, it only worked on certain games. And I was like, dang. <laughs> it sucked, you know? So, yeah, it is what it is. But that is, um, that's kind of some of my gripe with that. Other than that, you know, obviously for PlayStation for me, it's just reamping a little bit more with the PlayStation Plus. Um, you know, I still stand by my idea with it. I don't know if anybody else brought it up too. I have yet to know if anybody did bring this up. But for me, it's just personally, if you're gonna have a list of games that come out, you know, every single month, you should have at least just randomly say 10 games, right? 10 games. They are available on the um, on the list, um, and you have you have the option of picking out of a certain list that month of games that you want to download. Now I could say just bring out the entire library, and that'd be pretty cool too, you know, if they want to. But have a bigger list, maybe even maybe even bigger than ten, really. Say twenty. Let's, let's go with twenty. And you pick the three games that you want, not the three games that they automatically handheld pick for you. Now, granted, cool, you know, the randomness of it is pretty nice. I like that because it gives you, you know, something to look forward to, not, you know, you know, something different. You know, it's like, hmm, I never thought about this one. So it's just cool. But that also can kind of come back to the whole list of games that they pick. 
And then from that list, you can pick the three that you want. You know, a little bit of variety there instead of just forcefully just throwing three games at you. It's like, oh man, why these? <laughs> and again, keep in mind, people do pay for this monthly if they didn't pay for it a whole year. So I still stand by that. If they if they want to make that idea, uh, there's that idea. So that's just me. Uh, if they want to try to do something like that, um, you know, I do I do miss the time frame when the systems were online for free. I know they're not going to do that, <laughs> but yeah, it's worth a little nod there. But I can see going into the new year that PlayStation will be, you know, dealing with the challenges that they will try to address with some of the stuff that I listed. And maybe even some surprises down the road that we will look forward to if we already heard some games that were coming out on the PlayStation 5. Big one though, which is interesting, is you know, at least you know, they're still for right now, still supporting PS4 games. And I get it. People gripe about it, about why they're still supporting games on the PS4. It's an old system. I get that, trust me. And I'm assuming that person has a PS5. You gotta keep in mind, a lot of these individuals do not have a PS5 still. And for me, and I think they probably addressed it too, that's just from a marketing standpoint, you know, you wanna give as much attention, oops, you wanna give as much attention as possible to the, um, to the audience. You know, you wanna make sure they gravitate those games, right? They make the games, they want sales, right? So even if that means someone has to play on the PS4, which I know they may not have the best experience compared to something like the PS4, they at least can still experience that game. And if they want to replay it again, they sure can by, you know, eventually once they get the PS5, they can do that. Obviously, we know that, you know, it, it, and it's always been a thing that PlayStation always done for years. That's why it's kind of one of their PlayStation legacy things. But... At the same time, you know, usually it would take them maybe a year or maybe two at best that they would keep doing this. But it's kind of like we're going into year, what, three since the system came out. And um, about to at least better be year three. And, um, and they're still doing it because of what they're dealing with right now in terms of the shortages of the systems. And that's just one of the biggest things that they have to deal with. That's just me personally. So I'm, I'm curious as to what they're going to be doing with that. But at least they kind of were thinking about the people a little bit. So, you know, some may not do that. <laughs> but there will be some games, obviously, that may just be strictly for the PS5. You just have to understand that. So, yeah. Yeah. So... That's just me, and that's all the stuff we're going on with PlayStation of 2022 as we go into 2023 with the system. Now, with Nintendo, at least one interesting thing about it is that there is a Mushroom Kingdom that's finally hitting LA. Yes, the Super Nintendo World is opening around February 17th at Universal Studios, which is probably more likely. I mean, it could have could it have been its own standalone, you know, place like Legoland. Maybe. But Universal Studios, eh. Meh. I mean, then again, the movie is being worked on by Illumination. That do some work with Universal, so... Eh. 
I guess. But it's pretty cool. I mean, it was already overseas. So to bring that finally over here, which LA yeah, made sense. I mean, you could set Florida, but eh, LA is probably this is cool. So it's gonna be pretty interesting seeing all that. You know, you're talking about the whole signature ride of the Mario Kart Bowser's Challenge. You know, going through the green pipes, going through you know power ups, power blocks, all the different types of Goombas, Piranha Plants, and just you know overall Mario World that you've seen and loved throughout the years that, that it's been going on, the history, the lineage, all of it. If you haven't already been to the Nintendo store and seen all that, boom. So it kind of fits perfectly well, especially since this type of amusement park is coming out that month. It's coming out a couple months before the actual movie of the new Super Mario Brothers movie, which is coming out on April 7th, 2023. Kind of fits well a little bit, you know what I'm saying? So they do have a preview for that online if you want to check that out. They have a preview of the entire building and everything that's going on with it too. So I just thought I would point a nod to that as well. And that's pretty much it for the gaming section. Up next, we're going to talk about a little bit of some sports and we go from there. we're back now on to the next topic is the sports section again since being out for that week there's a lot of sports that was going down of course you had NBA that had Christmas Day games that was going on we'll get to those in a minute but you also had NFL that had a lot of good interesting games some games that were sleepers and games that really just why <laughs> they shouldn't have been played in the first place but they did um, you know, throughout the time, I'm not going to go from what happened last week. There were some notable games that pretty much was made. Um, you saw games like the Jaguars and the Jets. Um, I mean, seeing Zach Wilson in booed throughout the stadium, which in hindsight, if you saw the game, you know, they were making, he was making plays up there, throws up there that just was like, what? And he only got a score of 19 to three. And that was going against the Jaguars. Well, the Jaguars were kind of struggling themselves. Now, granted, Trevor Lawrence is no slouch. And their whole offense ain't that bad. But you gave them hope. And the, Jet, and the Jets, to be honest with you, through the season was the surprise team. They were doing really well. Of course, when my, uh, Zach Wilson came back into the scene a little bit, and he was dealing with some injuries, uh, it was not working. And so with all that booing that happened at the Jets, it's not looking too good for Zach Wilson. I'm not saying that he's a bust. Um, he just got into the league. Um, but let's put it like this. He ain't going to be in the Jets. I mean, I don't know from him personally or the upstairs people are going to make that decision because, I mean, geez, you're getting booed by the stadium. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what more than what you can do with that. I mean, if you got the whole stadium booing at you like that, then, sir, you you are on your own. But I don't know what other team he would go to, honestly. I mean, he was doing all right from the beginning, I guess, but, you know. As for my Giants, you know, we did have a far, a hard fight game against the Vikings. And it was a it was a hard fight. It was it was sad to see. You know, it was sad to see. I mean it was only you know, we, it was 24-27. It was sad just because I was like, dang, we had that in the big. But we gave the Vikings a run for their money though. And this is pretty much one of the top teams up here right now. As we're pretty much considered in the wild card right now trying to survive. Um the Vikings just was like, ooh, there were some interesting plays that was being made. You know, Jones, I give him credit. He was his running game was big. You know, 
You don't see that a lot from a lot of these quarterbacks these days. Maybe Joe Burrow, maybe, but Daniel Jones was surprising me a little bit there. And of course, you get a Saquon, make some touchdowns in there, some passes, man, it was dope. But the real game, also, that at least that I saw throughout that Saturday, that that day before, um, was <laughs> which was very interesting. Uh, was the Eagles and Cowboys. <laughs> Mind you, Jalen Hurts was not playing that game, but, but it was interesting because Cowboys were struggling. You had the Eagles that was coming up there a little bit, but then you had the backup quarterback for the Eagles and they were making some wild plays. They were making some wild catches and that Prescott also was like, yo, he was even struggling on his own end too. And yet you gave the Cowboys hope. It was score of 34 to 40. Interceptions. I mean, there was like at least, I think I counted at least three forts and turnovers on interceptions. I was like, oh my God. It, it just did not work. And then they're trying to make a long toss. And then it was just, it was just plays that just was not working at all. And I was just like, dude, again, we all know the Eagles, you know, they already secured the spot. But, bruh, first of all, that is your rival. And secondly, it's the Cowboys. <laughs> Why? You know what I'm saying? Root for y'all. Alright? What, what are y'all doing? <laughs> what are y'all doing? Man, y'all supposed to destroy the Cowboys. And yet, you gave them hope. And I was like, oh, Lord. So, which is ironic, is that the Eagles got two losses, and the two losses have to come from their same division, which is Washington and now the Cowboys. Now, granted, I know we, as the Giants, have to face them another time. Um, uh, yeah. That, that's the part that's going to be very interesting um, come down the line. So, yep. And, of course, it would be off week 18. It sucks. But, you know, that, they should have had that game. Should have had that game. That's all I'm saying with that one. As what happened yesterday, of course, you had the Cowboys and the Titans as the Cowboys were playing again from that Saturday. Um... They beat the Titans, you know, obviously room for the Titans, but the Cowboys happen to win of the score 27-13. The newer games coming up for this weekend, though, um, going back to Sunday, because, you know, majority of the games were played on Saturday, and uh, pretty much obviously due to the fact of, you know, the NBA games that was happening on that Sunday. But they still had a couple games that was going on Sunday anyway, but I didn't watch any of the football games on Sunday. <laughs> it was basketball time, baby. You already knew where it was at. But anyway, on that Sunday, you got the Cardinals and the Falcons. Uh, the Falcons are skeptical, and especially since J.J. Watt just recently announced that he was actually going to think about considering retiring. And I was like, well, that sucks. He's a great player. But, you know, on the Cardinals, where you also have DeAndre Hopkins up there, and, you know, I was just like, bro, they had, like, a lot of weapons on there, and... Cardinals was disappointed. If I had to pick a team that was disappointing me this season, it was them, to be honest. Because the weapons that they have, you know, Kyle Murray and all of them too, and the injuries that was happening left and right, yeah, they should have been up there. And they were doing well last year, and somehow it took a 360 for the, that team. So for him to retire with that team, that's interesting. I mean, I thought he'd probably go somewhere else and maybe try to do another one go, but I guess he said he's hanging it up right now. You know, then who knows? He might decide to come back in. I mean, hey, Gronk did it. (laughs) 
you know, this man said after he won the championship with the Patriots, he's like, yeah, I'm going to retire. Next thing I'm bringing him in that move and went all the way over to the Bucks, And he was like, yeah, Kronk, you want to play? Yeah, 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 let's play. And let's win another chip. And he ended up doing that anyway. <laughs> you know, so anything's possible, but that's where he was trying to lie into. But in terms of between the Battle of the Birds, I would say Falcons. Falcons. I know. I know it's against the Cardinals, but I want make surprise me. Make a believer out of me, but I'm going to say the Falcons. Got the Dolphins, the Patriots. Dolphins. Can't stand them. Can't stand the Patriots. But I, I have full type of, you know, backup energy for the Dolphins to see what they're going to do about that. Uh, the Saints and the Eagles. Eagles. Uh, hopefully they can bounce back from that loss that they had Saturday. Colts and the Giants. Pfft, I mean, Giants, Giants, all right, ain't no question on that, all right, no, but the Colts are no slouch either, I mean, Jeff Saturday, after him becoming a coach for that team, kind of was, you know, making a difference on that team as well, but they ain't gonna come and compete against our Giants, come on, stop playing, Panthers and the Bucks, the Bucks, Panthers suck, uh, the Broncos and the Chiefs, 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 the Broncos, the Broncos uh, suck, <laughs> Uh, maybe they're already eliminated. I don't know what they're going to do with Russ. I don't know what Russ is going to do. Um, I know this is the first time being on this team. He's always been over at the Seahawks. Um, you know, he's still a great quarterback. And he's still the obviously Hall of Fame, everything that comes with that lineage, too. Plus, he's also giving brownie points. He's with Sierra, man. Come on now. CC. <laughs> But, no, uh, with the Bron- the Broncos, yeah, I mean, they got rid of the coach. Um, I know, I think that was his, what, his first year, too. I mean, could I give him a second? Could I have given him a second chance? Sure, but it was really looking real bad, and I'm still holding him to that first game against the Seahawks. I don't know what, why did you not just let Russ do the, do the toss himself? I mean, he's going against his old team, but instead you want to go for a field goal, and look what that did. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, yeah, it's showing a little faith, I guess. And then no, they were trying to back him up a little. It's like, no, no, coach did the right call. I'm like, did he really? Did he really make a good call? Really? Really? Would you have made that call? Would you, at that time frame, in that period, in that moment, would you make that call and say, no, let's do a field goal? No, give it to Russ. Look at, give him that moment. We would never, ever get that moment, for a while at least, because they messed that one up. But uh, we'll see what the Broncos are going to do as they try to rebuild on that team. The Braves and the Lions. Well, Lions was also a surprise team. You know, just like Washington, they were struggling in the beginning, and somehow they bounced back from it. The Lions kind of doing it right now. Mm, I might throw the Waffle card here. I might say the Lions. I might say the Lions. Browns and the Commanders. I'll say Commanders. Jaguars and Texans. Jaguars. 49ers and Raiders. 49ers. The Jets and the Seahawks. I give it to the Seahawks. Geno Smith. I, I give it to him. Vikings and the Packers. Vikings. Rams and the Chargers. The Battle of LA. Um, hmm. Chargers. 
good for them. And then you got Steelers and Ravens that's playing on NBC. Where is... I see, I always want to support Mike Tomlin. Uh, but we all know the answer to this one. I mean, ugh, sucks. But Ravens. Bills and the Bengals that play on Monday on ESPN. Um, Bills, if they don't choke or do anything stupid, should be the Bills. Um, but yeah, but we are all, like I said before, we are winding down to the end of the season because this is week 17. And then of course, got one more week. That would be week 18. And then we'd be hitting the playoffs just like that. You know, right now, the AFC East, you got the Bills that's leading right now. You got the Chiefs, that's you know, AFC West. Bengals up there for the AFC North. AFC South, Jaguars. Yeah. Which all the teams in that division anyway is below 500 anyway 500 <laughs> so yeah but the Bengals and Ravens they did clinch the wild card division uh same thing with the Chargers but as for the Bills and the Chiefs they already up there for the clinch their division so yeah as for the NFC though we're talking here the Eagles and the Cowboys for the NFC East Giants you know we're right there um you know, we haven't clinched anything yet in terms of wild card right now, but we're kind of sort of in the mix right now. But the Cowboys are clinched in there for the wild card. Um, you know, Eagles somehow, I guess, clinched the uh, wild card too as well, but they should clinch their division too as well. They should. Hopefully they should. Um, NFC West, the 49ers, they clinched the division um, for the 49ers. Yep. And as for the Vikings, same thing. So they got that. Um, and there's and then as for the NFC South, who is also in the same boat that is under 500 somehow. The Bucks are leading on that team on that totem pole, at least out of that team group players. Yep. And so that was pretty much about it for the NFL section. As we go in transition to the NBA, as I said before, you also had the. Um, NBA games that happened on Saturday because that was a big day. Of course, you had games that was going on throughout the week, but um, you know, just start off with that Saturday game since we haven't talked about the in the median. Uh, you're talking about the games that happened the um, Christmas Day, that's Sunday. Yeah, the 76ers and the Knicks. Knicks hurt my feelings on that one because the. I mean, seriously, if you sat there and watched the game, which started at 12. The Knicks was doing their thing, you know, we were handling business, we were shooting threes, Jalen Brunson doing his thing. You know, it was it was almost like we were in cruise control, and then we started getting lackadaisy, we were making these plays, turnovers, poor sh- shot selections, I mean, good grief. We, I mean, we barely have any three-point shooters anyway, even though I still don't understand why Evan Fortier is up there on the bench still. Um, he's pretty much our biggest three-point shooter. I know RJ Barrett can shoot some threes too. I need consistency. I don't need every so often when I feel like it. <laughs> and you gave the 76ers the win. Just like that. That close. I'm like, <laughs> at the garden. I'm like, bruh. You gave him beat and all them the hope. So there was that one. The second game, which was the Lakers and Mavericks, you know. The Lakers, I give them a little credit here. They were actually giving the Mavericks a little bit of a challenge. But, of course, we have LeBron James. I mean, come on now. That's a cheat code. That's a cheat code. It's LeBron James. Come on now. 
But that's all really the Lakers got. Westbrook, yes. I mean, he was doing, you know, he was doing his thing too. But it wasn't enough to go against the Mavericks. And I already foresaw that. I mean, the way how the Lakers are going right now, as we still surprisingly talk about them, because they're not doing like they were supposed to. I mean, you already got injuries. You got Anthony Davis is out right now for the seatable future right now. Um, the walking glass himself. And, you know, they're dealing with that. It's interesting. It's amazing to me that the Lakers, even going into the season, somehow was put there for Christmas Day. I'm like, pfft. I mean, I think they usually make these selections, I think, prior. Yeah, they, they do these selections really early before the season even starts. I just don't know why they, they picked them. They could have picked the Nets because the Nets are right now on fire. I'll get back to them in a minute. They got the Bucks and the Celtics. They had an interesting game going there, too, as well. You know, Celtics actually happened to prevail, though, from the Bucks. They had the Grizzlies and the Warriors. I thought the Grizzlies was actually going to walk kind of over the Warriors considering the fact that Steph wasn't playing. And they prevailed. I mean, you saw Jordan Poole already shooting a bunch of threes anyway. And I'm looking like, yeah, you, you kind of forget sometimes that's like the other Splash, Splash Brother. We call them, well, the Pool Party. <laughs> you got the Splash Brothers and you got Pool Party. Yeah. And pff, that man was dropping threes up in there. Draymond Green, Clay doing everything too as well. Um, and then you have the Suns and the Nuggets, which was a fart battle. All right, we sat there and watched that entire thing. Of course, it was like, what, 1 o'clock maybe when they got finished? <laughs> I mean, the game was late anyway, but jeez. I mean, they went to overtime. It was the only game out of the five that night that went, or day for that matter, that went overtime. But rightfully so. They were going back and forth. The Nuggets, Jamal Murray had some clutch free throws in there. There was some play. Of course, Nikola, Nikola you know, he happened to just, you know, just be a dominant force inside the paint. You know, the Suns, I mean, Chris Paul and them was giving them the business, too, as well, without Devin Booker that was in the mix, too. And they were they were, they were were dropping them, too. The Suns was missing players, and they still was battling up there. But it was, a, it was a great game, though. It was a great game. It was a great game. That was probably one of the biggest games of that day. Really, that was a really far-on far, far on game. Now, going back into, say, like, the Nets, you know, I happened to see some games throughout the week when I was up there in New York City. And, you know, seeing the Nets ball up there, especially against the Hawks. Whew. I mean, we're seeing Kyrie balling up here. I'm like, this is the Kyrie we're talking about right here, man. The clutch shooting off the dribble, the long threes and the playmaking, stuff like that. You know, with Kevin Durant coming in the mix as well, too. Everything, man. Even Claxton. Give it to my boy Claxton. He was, he was coming up there, too, as well. So, they're on their winning streak right now. So... They're on their winning streak. It, it was it was huge. It was very much huge for them indeed. So, yep. But I just thought I'd have some shout-outs for them as well. At least they're doing something. I'm like, the Knicks ain't doing nothing. Ain't doing nothing. Um, but let me talk about the standings real quick in the Eastern Conference right now. The Celtics are still first place but behind them are the nets now of course the, the bucks aren't that far from them and again they are a game behind but you know so far the nets are on the winning streak of 10 so they're 23 and 12 bucks is 22 and 12 so they're not too far from the celtics but i'm really happy for the nets right now i mean with all the talent they have up there i couldn't see why they couldn't be up here right now within the playoffs they obviously had a little bit of a rocky start but pfft. You know, and then you got the Cavs right behind them too, which they impressed me the most too. 
you know, they're 22 and 14. So it's a, it's a tight boat right now. And a couple games behind them is the 76ers. Then you got the Pacers, then he, and then my Knicks. Ugh, we're even right now. We're 18 and 18. The Hawks, the Bulls, the Raptors, Wizards, the Magic, Hornets, and Pistons. Yeah, those teams will surprise me, especially the Pistons. 9 and 28. Mm. I hope them tickets are, you know, $5 for the seating because I would not try to go to a Pistons game. No one a record like that and how they've been playing. I mean, I know Kate Cunningham is out for the season, but, you know, dude. Pff, all the plays they got from that draft, they got to make something out of that. I don't know what they're doing with that. Well, that's for the Western side, talking about the Pelicans. They're still number one. I mean, they tie right now with the Nuggets. Um, but see, the Nuggets kind of have like that one loss. So it's kind of, you know bit by bit in terms of in terms of the streak because right now the Pelicans got the winning streak and plus their away games and have they have more home win games I and mean, there's a lot of things that go into a factor but right now Nuggets are number two but they got the same record as the Pelicans you know Zion doing his thing I'm like dude hey yo the Pelicans you gotta watch out for them birds man the Grizzlies they're doing well you know they're doing well still because despite that loss that I was talking about the Clippers. They got to people gotta stop sleeping on the Clippers. You still got Kyrie. Kyrie. You got still got Kawhi. You still got Paul George. You got Reggie Jackson. <laughs> Come on now. You got a lot of big players on that team, star players on that team that they can make some make something happen up there. Mavericks are not too far from them. You got the Suns. It's interesting to see them at six right now, but it's always been a tight race in the West. Uh, the Kings. <laughs> the Kings over eight. How about that? Trailblazers at eight. Utah's at you know the ninth spot right now. Warriors are pretty much around the same record as the Knicks, 10, uh, 18 18. But they're at the 10th spot. Timberwolves 11. Thunder's 12. Lakers are 13 with 14 21. And then once again, with the Spurs and the Rockets from the last time we spoke about it, those two teams, I'm about. Other than the Mavericks, those two teams in Texas ain't doing too well here. They're at the bottom of the totem pole here. So that's interesting to see. As for tonight's games they got going on right now, you got the Wizards and the Magic. I'll probably give that one to yeah, the Wizards. Yeah, I can see Bradley Beal stomping on them. Lakers and the Hawks, I give that to the Hawks. Um, Suns and Raptors. Suns. Timberwolves and the Bucks, I give that to the Bucks. The Pistons and the Bulls. Bulls, 76ers and the Pelicans, Pelicans, Heat and the Nuggets, Nuggets, Jazz and Kings, I give them Kings, and then the Warriors and the Trailblazers, uh, hmm. yeah, it's a toss up, I'll, I'll do the Warriors, they're at home, so maybe that might do something for them, I don't know, um, but yeah, so that's kind of interestingly enough as that goes. Yup. And that's kind of about roughly it for the sports section of going into the season. Um, so, yep, a lot of big games happening, like I said, tonight and tomorrow. Um, shout out to the FIFA World Cup as well, too. Um, you know, of course, I saw that game and we didn't talk about it then. That game with Argentina and France. It's just messy overall. And Bobby, he he did his thing and his whole crew. But Messi? 
That dude's a goat. Um, that dude is a goat. And I'm looking like, dude, that's crazy in terms of what he was able to do in terms of there. And, um, yeah, he, he, he was able to make that score. He was able to make them plays. It was a tight game. I mean, we were all at the edge of our seats trying to watch this game. And it was, it was worth everything about it. <laughs> it was worth every single thing that happened on that game on that on that Sunday. I was like, bro, this is insane. This game. I mean, they had to take it take it to a point of a whole shootout. And Argentina just happened to have more endurance with that one, had more gas in their trunk. So it was a nice ceremony, and it'd be a nice you know way of four four more years. But on that note, with soccer too. Did happen to lose a legend inside soccer, especially for Brazil, and that was Pele. Um, he happened to basically be one of the most recognizable soccer players, football players, should I say at least, in terms of internationally, um, inside the, um, around that sport. Um, pretty much you could say he's pretty much the greatest soccer player of all time, having three of the cups. You know, and I think if he was pretty much considered the century player, uh, the player of that century around 1999 too as well. Um, it, it's it's huge how much he left an impact for soccer and what he stand for too, and just for Brazil too. You know, you you can't really see another player like that around like that for what he was able to do. Um, and with his adversities and what he had to come through. Um, and of course, a lot of those, you know, players happen to, um, voice their, you know, thoughts and prayers going out to the family and everything too. um, how much of an impact he has done for that sport. And, you know, that he, he would be truly missed inside the sport here too, as well. So I thought I'd put my thoughts and prayers out to him as well and his family. Man, sheesh. He was something special, that's for sure. I mean, if you don't know what I'm talking about, go back into a lot of the videos. And they had a lot of videos. Uh, Sportsnet was going through a lot of that when they had made the broken news that yesterday about it. And, um, yeah, very huge. Very huge indeed. You know what I'm saying? Even if you didn't know anything about Mortimer Soccer, you guys definitely know about that man specifically. So, and I'll leave it at that. Up next, we just have a little bit more to discuss on the podcast, and I'll come back with you soon. And we're back. Now, in terms of, you know, going into the end of this year, first and foremost, I want to thank everybody, you know, for the listens feedback um, anything that you guys will happen to have any type of remarks about the podcast um, it's really truly inspiring and helpful in terms of as it progresses throughout the time frame and this will be the last podcast episode of 2022 I'm just kidding <laughs> of 2022 all right <laughs> 
if if I made y'all sad for about maybe a couple seconds, then yeah, that's what happened. But yeah, if I got y'all, then I got y'all. <laughs> but no, it is the um, last episode for the 2022 year. Um, a lot of things, a lot of a lot of material being in store for next year, going into next year. There might be something might might get uploaded before. I doubt it, but it will probably, if anything, be uploaded into the new year. Um, a lot of material. We're going to try to have a lot of guests that come on to the podcast. We had some that happened this year as well, and I thank them, as always, for coming on to the guests on the show and actually voice their you know thoughts and everything that's going around today. Um, I would like to hopefully have some more more help, more um, more guests to come in and bring more insight to what's going on and into the podcast as well. Um, have some more material and more engagement that comes along with it as well. And there's also too, if you're listening too, um, pretty soon I was going to wait a little bit, but just for the ones that's listening, to give you guys a little insight, there will be a um, social media page for the podcast as well. I know it's been a long time coming. It's the art of procrastination. I know a lot of us, it happens to the best of us. It's the most contagious disease that ever happens into our body. <laughs> it's procrastination. Um, but that is um, that is in the works in there. So that should be uploaded very soon. Um, that way I can definitely engage more with you guys as well for once it's been listening enough. And um, have more info and everything that goes along with that as well as it ties into the podcast as well as going to be a website too that's going to be built up there too so you can check that out too um there might be some even voiceover work from me as well that you might be able to be interested in listening to and you know give up some support some feedback you know it's always great you know anything to help um support the channel and help support the podcast as well and just me individually you know um it's growth as we all growing every single day and every single year and month and time every second minute whichever there's a lot of growth and i believe in that if you're willing to listen take in feedback you will you will grow if you don't do any of that then you will stay at where you're at right now and stay stagnant and you really don't want to be stagnant in this day day and age because as you know, technology and life as it goes, it goes. It goes very fast. <laughs> when you blink, it's like, oh snap, there's, there's this new latest technology that's out here, right? Right? So you, you never know. And um, and we did lose a lot of key figures in our life this year, um, whether it's your family members or friends, um, as well as key figures that happen to a pathway for a lot of us in terms of what we do on a daily basis as well. Um, I thought I would address that as well too. As we come into a newer year, it's also again, like I said, newer beginnings as always. And it is hopefully insightful to see exactly what could be in store. You never know unless you can actually mind read people or predict the future. That'd be pretty cool. Um, but I don't think I want to see that just quite yet. I want to take it day by day. <laughs> um, so like I said, I would like to thank all y'all for listening and contributing. Um, it means a lot to me. It does. Um, if anything, talking, gauging, anything along those lines, please feel free. 
Um, the Instagram is Bball James, um, and Facebook is just James Leonard. Uh, you might see a guy with a tablet in his hand. That's pretty much me. <laughs> but that is that is pretty much my social media right now until eventually the website gets built up there, and as well as the um, the page on the Instagram page gets up there too. So that way we can do more engaging and get more of y'all even engaged into the podcast as well. I'd like to actually hear y'all inside as well. You know, this isn't just a podcast just for me, even though it has my name on it. <laughs> it's also for the people too. Because um, there's a lot of us that talks about a lot of this material. We're talking gaming, music. I would love to have a conversation with a lot of y'all about the music. Because it's a very diverse thinking mind when it comes to music. And yeah, and as well as gaming as well as anime, sports, entertainment that goes on right now. Um, as crazy as that is these days. <laughs> and just life. And it's also to bring more of Virginia Beach to y'all as well. If y'all haven't already lived here or living right now in Virginia Beach, also still continuing that goal to start showing more um, information, talking more information about what's going on there. And a lot of that probably be a lot of times be put on that page as well um, through the website and through the social media page. Hopefully you guys will tune into that too as well. So into the big 220 or just 2023. <laughs> it's, it's happening. It's happening pretty soon, at least of this recording. So as always, as I said it enough already, thank you guys for listening. You guys just have a nice, wonderful day, evening, week, and a happy new year. And talk to you soon. Next year. (laughs) Later.